0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mike
1: and this is Orlando and we are on episode 61, 61 from the
0: Mandalay part two. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty cool. Day two was definitely a lot more going on than day one. Day one, um, you know, it was, it was some networking. It was, you know, some food, some partying. Day two was, I feel like they just dumped it on us, right? Like there was so oh, was much insane. information, so many new things rolling out. Uh, plus you still got to network and hang out with people and uh, yeah so honestly as we go through some of this stuff i feel like we're just going to be scratching the surface on like a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and then over the next few weeks we'll flush out the details and like really the implications yeah you know like how it's going to affect us but man there's there's a lot of a lot of positive things coming out so that's good
1: And we understand like when you go to these things you're going to put your best foot forward right you're not going to go like hey this is all our issues this is all our flaws but we love keeping the positive side of it because to me, eBay being innovative and we've talked about it before, right? Like I say innovative and you're like, no,
0: nah, no, that was innovative. Yeah. It's not always the most innovative, but you know, there are some things they're doing now that I would, I would classify as it's innovative. And then there oh, are they've things- they've reached
1: Mike's innovative scale.
0: on On a few things. And then there are things they're doing that it's like, okay, this is, this is good. We're making moves in the right direction. They recognize, you know, there's areas that they're, they're falling behind in the industry um or just not, you know, doing as well as they could be doing. Uh, so, you know, that it it's good to see that they recognize those things and and seeing movements in the right direction. I think we can still celebrate it without calling it like this is earth-shattering, but there are a few earth-shattering no, things.
1: No, I, I today I definitely was like mic drop moments because you know, there had been some things and we'll share those in a moment that had been promised like a year ago and they didn't happen when they said, but listen, it's like anything like if we expect perfection from a platform like that's you know that's tough right it's it's kind of like when i had plans when i used to be a school administrator like all the best laid plans were set up but you know something goes down with construction i I didn't get a donor here there's a glitch here it's kind of the same scenario but man i gotta tell you like from the very beginning so
0: i you know kind of woke up kind of groggy today yeah you're out late yeah, out late getting some tacos. You're out late. I was up late, um, doing some other stuff, doing some school stuff, uh, and so yeah, it makes for a long day. I mean, I could tell you look tired now. It's <laughs> oh, really no, no, funny. No. I'm
1: wide awake. Look, look at me, wide awake. Yeah, You're well, watching
0: on YouTube, so you should I, I have know. seen. We we had this really cool interview whoa, whoa, with one we're of not the. Going there, yeah, yeah. Goodness. No, we had an interview with with the VP of Seller Experience. I know. And Orlando, Orlando just stood there, like his eyes kind of squinted. He he looked so tired. <laughs> I felt bad, bad for him.
1: No, That's I was just, bad. I was just pondering things. Okay, That's what I was doing. All right. With all that being said, hey, right off the bat, you know, we go to breakfast. Boom. We're in the general session. And I just felt like there are all these like major announcements being made over and over again. So we covered a lot of those in Instagram. So if you haven't been following us on Instagram, check out Pure Russell Podcast, because obviously, you know, when this episode drops tonight, those stories will still be there. And so if there's anything we miss in the podcast today, we didn't talk about,
0: you may be able to catch in the story.
1: Yep. What are, what are some things? Do we, do we want to go like,
0: I, I think how, we should, do, we, how I think, do we discuss I think this? we should break it up into kind of how they did. There's There was a buyer experience kind of side of it and what they're doing platform wise too. Do you care about the buyer experience? No, we do. I think because it, it does connect to us. You know, it really okay. does because right. it's platform changes. All those things connect to us. And then there was the seller side. Um, So I think both of those things are important. I, I took some notes, but like I said, there's so many things going on. It's hard to keep mm-hmm. track of everything. So we'll probably miss a few things. Um, and then we had a couple of like little lunch, small group meetings with uh, some of the executives, and they we had we were able to ask those more closed
1: door meeting. <laughs> you know, it was legit. It was mm-hmm. it was funny because I came in there. Remember, I was like, "Hey, can I uh, do some social media?" And they're like, "No," because <laughs> we don't know if this is all live. And then they said they would tell us what we can share publicly and what we can't. And then they never told us anything like everything's all good. Yeah. So we're going to assume everything was good. It's all, it's all public
0: knowledge. It's all on the table now. Yeah. But it, you know, it was neat to be able to ask a little bit harder questions and kind of have a little bit more candid conversations uh, with, you know, them. And, and again, like the vibe I got, cause you know, eBay has its flaws. Every platform has its flaws, but the vibe you get is they want sellers to be successful because when sellers are successful, they're successful. Bottom line, it's a business, Right. When people get upset and think that eBay is out to hurt them, okay, like it kind of, you got to think about it as 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 the eBay perspective. They're not making money if we're not making money, you know. No,
1: I agree. I mean, ultimately, they want sales. So, you know, we had an interesting conversation with the eBay team member today, right? And we had discussed. We're gonna get to the, <laughs> to the details here, but we had discussed conspiracy theories, mm. right? And uh, what was the latest one
0: about satellites? Yeah. Ebay's has now launched satellites, and they are they're watching people. I don't know what they're doing with them. I would assume they're using the satellites to observe what people are buying. I don't.
1: I thought that was next level. That's pretty. Good. Like that's next level. Like that was something we could flesh out over an entire episode. Like the satellites. Consp- yeah. Like the satellites, and you know the fact. You know we've already talked about throttling, mm. and, and it's just interesting because. I, I thought that like the eBay, like some of the execs weren't aware of the satellite. I mean, that's like the conspiracy theories, but they are. They're fully aware. Yeah. So, yeah, basically the satellites are there and they monitor sellers and they choose to throttle through the use of satellites,
0: I think is how it went. Nice. Yeah. Depending kinda- on, you know, I guess if you're behaving properly in society, PC if you're speeding properly. or not, you know, if you're, if you're going to thrift stores often enough, like a social credit kind of, yeah. kind of deal anyways. Okay. All right. So
1: let's go buyer experience. What was, what was one of the key things All right, right off the bat?
0: Um. Okay. So a couple things buyer experience wise, Um, they are, they're, they're adding more image search, which I don't know how much that impacts us. It's nice as a seller sometimes to be able to look up items, but they're really trying to push on the customer side that a customer can see something out and about, right? They're just, they see somebody wearing a dress and they're like, oh, I like that dress. Take the picture and then immediately see ones like it, you know, Mm -hmm. on eBay. So that's kind of good. That would be good for sellers if they can market it right where it just becomes second nature for people to have their phone out and say, oh, that's cool. And they can take a picture. But I think it's important because
1: what that means is that you need to take a good amount of pictures, right? Because I think with image search lately, it's dependent on the angle, you know, where it's at. Because I've done... You know, we know that the image search right now on eBay, it's okay, right? I sometimes I've put stuff and I search for stuff and I get like something totally out there and then other times it works, right? So, but they said something about like the algorithm learns, right? So the more images are in their catalog, the more the algorithm, I think, is it is it still logic Is that the name is this a yeah. different algorithm
0: yeah. I, I think maybe a different algorithm i don't know but if you think about it i mean it makes sense you know that they have a, a brighter uh, a broader catalog of images to pull from um and they said that they'll you'll have an option of like search just like or search like similar right so you, you might say like i want a chair like this it doesn't have to be this chair but it uses kind of like the way that chair looks the style of it and it'll give you you know other ones that might match that so you can be out and about and if they can market it right where just the average person is buying that way like they're not thinking like oh i need to you know look this up on amazon i need to look up but if they're just like this is really cool weird unique and just take the picture because even as a seller on ebay it took a long time me going to garage sales before i actually started using the the image search and sometimes you can use it Sometimes it it Interesting. works. I,
1: I will say I've not I only use it right now as a last resort. So like minor league teams. So like, you know, I'll get a hat and I have no idea what this team is. And so I'll do it. And sometimes it matches and sometimes it completely doesn't match. But where it does hope, match the hope I got though was again the algorithm. Yeah. If it learns, we're gonna be in a better
0: place. Yeah, and I think where it does match too is the 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 more unique um like hard goods like to give you an example and this is a tragic story I know, tragic might be too far right, we, i bought already
1: tired now you're talking about tragedy i, I bought nice.
0: a i bought a, a cookie jar it was a donald duck cookie jar and it stood about two feet tall It was really cool right and the reason i bought it is it looked cool it was disney and i'm at the thrift store and i'm trying all the keywords i could think of donald duck cookie jar all this stuff i can't find anything like it i did the image search and i found two of them exactly like it Right? i bought it for like four dollars they sell for like 150 I was like, this is sweet, right? Goodbye. I buy it. And then um, like a week ago, while I was packing some stuff out in the garage, um, like moving things quickly because we had people coming over to buy stuff, I I dropped it and it nice. broke. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it was a I mean, successful nice. image I like search. That's
1: terrible, Mike, that that happened. Yeah.
0: And that same store, I looked up a like a spice rack that had these like, you know, little... So the image search does work. And I think maybe some of the... Re- if you're just using it for clothes, maybe it's not as effective. But if it's like knickknacks... I think you might have a little bit more.
1: I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm encouraged knowing that that there is a system in place to make it expand. Like it's not, it's not stagnant. Like it's not going to, the way image search is now is the way it's going to stay. Now, the other thing I thought that was interesting on the buyer side was the uh, buy it again yep. option. Like that, you know, that's similar to other <laughs> places that we know. But I think it's something that like, it's a no brainer. Like, here's the thing I want to say. It doesn't matter to me if these ideas are original or if these ideas came from somewhere like best, like send offer. Mm-hmm. Right. We know another platform has send offer. But I got to tell you, it was a game changer. It's still a game changer for us. Right. So this buy again. So what that means is if you have an item. Right. And so this is for a lot of you that have new items or replenishables that if you have an item and you have to make sure it's good to cancel, because yep. if it's not good till canceled, it's not going to show up. Right. It's going to instead go buy similar and it's going to push it to other sellers. Right. So if, let's say you have, let's say you sell batteries, right. Which, you know, I've never sold batteries, but you have batteries and let's say, you know, you have a good amount and batteries are one of those items that people constantly need. Mm -hmm. And if they like your price and they like, you know, basically buying from you when they run out of that battery, instead of them putting in a search again, they just go to the recent orders. Correct. Yep. And they just click it again
0: and the nice thing with that is they're (laughs) going to be adding instead of what is it 60 or 90 days history for your your purchases they're moving it what to three years i think yeah of of purchase history so way back yeah it goes way back and you know i mean again that for a for sellers like me that's not gonna help me much right Mm -hmm. now as i'm if i move more towards like um wholesale that might help a lot Mm -hmm. right now Maybe I get lucky and I get a deal where it's like I get But 10 it may one help item. like
1: in Q4, let's say you're doing retail yep. arbitrage, right? And you have a few items and somebody really wants, let's say they want, I don't know, they want to buy like 20 of these gifts, right? And they're like, oh, I bought it, you know, for my kids. Oh, wait, I need to buy it for my niece and my nephew. I need to buy it for, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Instead of them putting that search, they're just gonna go to that order and then click buy it again and they'll buy it from you again. Yep.
0: Yeah. So buy it again. And they they even said. That is a pathway towards subscription. So that might, if they can, if they can nail that, and again, we know, you know, Amazon does the subscription. There's other The platforms. store that
1: shall not be named. I mean, the platform that shall not be named for the when,
0: week. when in our podcast do we not call it Amazon? Come that is true. I, I know, on. but you know, right now, like you know, we're at eBay Open, but but I know. you know, they they said Amazon ten times on the stage. Did so they really? Good. Yeah, I don't you know, remember good. that. Um, but you know, so when it comes down to subscription, that might push me more towards looking at like a wholesale model because you know I just I I'm doing well on Poshmark I do well on eBay maybe I'll try Amazon I'm just not 100% convinced it's where I want to be but if I can do a similar thing with eBay hey okay but so okay
1: but let's let, let's just talk about let's land there real quick so the eBay managed delivery yeah yep that okay so I honestly I don't know how that's going to play out like that's I can only like we're so used to Amazon Prime. Right. Right. And Amazon FBA. So basically eBay announced and we, we kind of mentioned this yesterday. Didn't we? I think so. Yeah. But now it's like I feel like right now it like legit, legitimize it. Right. Because it was in front of all 3000 yep. eBay people that they are going to be doing managed. They're going to call it managed delivery. Now, it seemed like it was going to be like super beta right now.
0: Yeah, I think it's beta and it's what I was hoping for when they said that. My My vision, what I was dreaming was that I could pack up my inventory. Yeah. The one-offs, the cookie jars, make sure it's in the box. And maybe it has to be like eBay only boxes so that the dimensions fit there. You package it, you send it to their warehouse and then they, f- just like Amazon, right? But mm-hmm. it has to already be packaged. But instead, it seems to be more like, you know, bulk items you're sending in a thousand flashlights and mm-hmm. they, you know. Manage but you, you know like
1: what? Them. Maybe one day it will be. Yeah,
0: You know what I mean? That like, would be cool. I would love that. If, it I mean, doesn't if take do that, much.
1: Like think about it on Amazon. Like you can send in used items. Right. So why couldn't you send in rain spooner shirts? Yeah. And if you're paying and with your own like and SKU for it.
0: Yeah. And if you're if you're paying the storage space, it's going to keep people from sending in junk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. like so I, I think I think that might be a natural progression from there. So if they do this well, one of the things that was smart that they said about that was with a managed uh, managed um, what you might call it. Um, Fulfillment, right?
1: Managed delivery.
0: Managed delivery. With managed delivery, um, everything that gets sent out is going to be sent out in an eBay box, right? And they said some crazy percentage of sales that go through the USPS are from eBay. But how many of those are, you know, old used diaper boxes or like I, I reuse boxes I get from Amazon all the time and just mm-hmm. put a, maybe I'll put some eBay tape on it, mm-hmm. but like that's missed marketing. So if all of a sudden people are seeing eBay boxes like Amazon, you see Amazon boxes everywhere. And yep. if you're seeing almost as many or a high percentage of eBay boxes everywhere, it might start getting people thinking like, oh, I can buy on eBay. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think they should, that's marketing for them. I think they should offer boxes cheaper for sellers. Like I think it should be like at cost because then it's advertisement for them.
1: Well, we're at the right place to share that content yeah, with people yeah, and I think let so. people know.
0: I, I, think, I think that would be good because if that's if that's true, if they get marketing off of that, then hey, why not pass that on to us you get the marketing, we get cheaper boxes. It's a win-win-win. There we go.
1: Okay, let's do that. We're gonna oh. we're gonna talk to the right people. Tomorrow. Yes, um, not that one it's gonna change, but we're gonna talk to someone
0: that kind of goes along with the buyer one, and 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 then after that we can move on to seller, which I think is a little more exciting for us. But it was like bulk discount. So if you've got lots of items in there, you can set it up. So let's say if somebody's gonna buy one, it's X percentage. Of the example they See, gave us. They paper. have that though. I thought that was interesting. The the way they talked about it.
1: Yeah, because I I have like, for instance, right now, I have a bunch of pens. And if you buy one, it's one price. You buy two, it's another price. You buy three, it's another price. Mm. Buy four, it's another price. So maybe it's something that was already around that maybe they decided to announce it now. Mm. Because I looked at that and I go, I already do that. So I'm not really sure. And it's a great tool. Like I have made not a ton of sales, but I've had multiple sales where people would buy four. Instead of one, especially, you know, I got school coming around, so, you know, I'm hoping that I'll be able to sell a ton of them because people are going to go, you know, what? I need like eight sets of, I need eight pens instead of two and then they'll bulk buy it and get that bulk this Huh.
0: Yeah. They, the way they talked about it was like it was new, so I thought it was something that I had seen before too. Um, I mean, I have never used it.
1: Maybe we missed something. Maybe we yeah. were busy posting an Instagram story and there's something that we missed that was different you than what we understood. Yeah. One, yeah never know. Who we'll give knows? him that.
0: There's probably that.
1: All right. Let's cool. talk about the, the seller experience.
0: All right. Now, the seller part, this is the part that is most exciting, right? There's a lot of cool stuff. I think the big one, which I think we've got to talk about first, image cleanup.
1: <laughs> Mike is so in love with this image. clean. Like, I think it's cool, but Mike's like. It, it is so my, cool. Mike is infatuated with the image cleanup like i am infatuated by 12 by 10 by 8 boxes it's it's a big i think deal. that's where that relationship has been taken by mike
0: yeah it's it's such a big deal it's okay so there are limitations to it and if you don't know what we're talking about the image cleanup is a, a thing they're beta testing right now so they're giving it to a thousand sellers i think you have to have an iphone which again it's a little bit of a bummer i don't use were you iPhone.
1: supposed to like rush the stage to get on that list i think so man I totally missed out on that
0: it, yeah um, I think, I think, uh, my wife was able to, to get us signed up for the beta. I don't know. So hopefully they, they, they okay. said it'll be like August when they send the, uh, the nice. thing. So, but anyways, the idea is, um, you take a picture and they, they demoed it for us. We actually have a demo on Instagram. It was so cool. We got to talk to, again, one of the VPs of the seller experience and, and one of um, his, his you know, assistants was there and they, they showed us right there. They took a backpack, put it on carpet, which had different background, take a picture of it. And it immediately cuts out the background, turns it white, and it looks like a professionally done picture. Mm -hmm. And it's not perfect always. Right. Like
1: it's here's the thing. It was, it seemed like it was efficient and not like flawless. Like if, as it gets better, like it was very, and check it out on our Instagram. If you haven't had a chance, it's our Instagram story. I'm actually going to post it tonight on the feed just because I thought it was that cool that you just take a picture and literally it was within seconds and it looked clean.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the limitations of it is it only does the first picture. So you can't that's use right. the image. For now. For now, yeah. So you can't use the image cleanup on all of the pictures, uh, but the idea is that one that's kind of your thumbnail picture, the one that's, you know, used this like Google search and all of those things is gonna be that really crisp, because no matter how good of a light box you have um, and how good you are taking pictures, unless you take the time to, or use another software to actually cut out the background, to go like a floating infinite white background, it still doesn't look like a perfect cutout, infinite white background, right? I
1: don't know. I've gotten some of those pictures before. Uh, it's, I it's, think it's doable. It's
0: it's 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 still not perfect though. This literally. <laughs> this cuts is it perfect. Out. I mean, it's perfect when they if, when they get it right. It's going to be perfect, but it it literally outlines the item. I'm assuming this is how it works, and it deletes the background and it's on now on white, mm-hmm. right? So it's like mm-hmm. Photoshop quality, floating on a white background. Your picture within seconds like it it did not take a long time it wasn't like a process and took a ton of time um and and i think this is big because i think when we were talking with reezy a couple of uh, months ago and we had you know a podcast mm-hmm. with him he made a comment of like you know backgrounds weren't as important for him and you know when you're at the thrift store just list it right there in your car and to me like pictures are are, are pretty important mm-hmm. but if you can do that if you can get that first picture up and then you know even if the other pictures aren't as flawless you know, that might be worth it. Or even if you are using a photo box, you can have at least that one picture that's gonna be 100% perfect and then the rest are at that 90%, you know. But I I mean, I will
1: tell you, I, I do have a little reservation, like the first picture being awesome and then people click to the next one. It's like, so you gotta, you're gonna have to level up your picture game, right? If your picture game is terrible, it's gonna be very clear that it's terrible because you have an awesome picture and then your next picture is like, no lighting, shadows, you know, it's just bad. Now I will say once it rolls out that all the pictures are like that, like if when you get employees or you hire people to do the listings, gonna make it so much easier because the picture taking is going to be, it's going to, I think it's going to be easy. Like yeah. you're not going to need, a, you may need a light box just cause you're still going to need that nice light to shine on it, but you're not going to need the right, you know, kind of, sense not center, but you're not going to need the right kind of angle you're not going to need the right kind of you know where you move on the iphone you know you, you can make the adjust the brightness or in a picture like you'll just be able to take the picture and you'll be ready to go
0: yeah it's it's really nice now another downside to this though is imagine when everybody has flawless pictures oh yeah the right? competition like,
1: will be even more fierce because
0: right now that's one of the things you can easily do to set yourself apart is just take better pictures mm-hmm. so you know that Again, though, that might be good for eBay if it if it brings in more customers to eBay, mm-hmm. if it builds trust in eBay um, as a platform, then you might still end up in the long term getting more sales. But I think in the short term, you know, if you're if you're getting more sales because your pictures are a step above everybody else's and now everybody is equal, eh, that might that might be a hit. But, you know, the best are you know, if you're still setting yourself apart, you're still going to come out ahead.
1: Agree, agree. I thought that was great. Right, what was the other one? There's, I mean, there's three of them. The first, oh, item specifics. Oh, item specifics. So we've specific, talked about yeah. that before on the podcast, but they're pretty clear. Like, they're very clear that you must use item specifics and your listing. So let's say in your listing, you put, you know, J Crew, large, size large, skirt, you know, blue. Whatever. Okay, that would be a terrible listing. But let's say you did that. But let's say in your item specifics, you didn't have blue in there. Your item's not going to come up. If you didn't have Excel in there, was it Excel? Was it, was it a large?
0: Well, I, I think it wasn't so much that it wouldn't come up, but it's not that it's the only thing that matters now. So you can actually not have all of that stuff in the title and people will still be able to find it. Yeah, when but they I think t- I
1: think they were clear that like if people had them in their item specifics and you didn't, their stuff is going to rank higher than yours. Yeah,
0: they well, they, they showed examples of items that were coming up in the one and two place that didn't even have the keywords that were being searched in the title, right? Mm -hmm. So what that does is that actually, I think, frees up you to have a simpler title and to maybe be more specific and not have to keyword spam, right? Yeah, well, you
1: still do the 80 keyword. I mean, they're still big on pushing the 80 keywords, but you maybe you don't have to use all of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you don't have, I mean, maybe you don't even have to put the size.
0: Now, here's what makes this difference though, because they've always had item specifics, right? But what was different here is they showed us a tool that was gonna be there to show you um, what the, which one of the categories are most important, right? So they'll show you if you're, if you're doing women's dresses, yep. right. And they'll show you that style of the 30,000 people that have searched for that type of dress in the last you know day, week, whatever it is they're doing. If 70% of them are, are using that filter and then 30% of them are using the color filter and 15, you can see right there, like which one of these is worth putting your time in mm-hmm. and you can and and they showed us the numbers, right? Like, people are using the left-hand filters. Mm-hmm. As well, they're,
1: and they're also, they're making the left-hand filters better. Yep. Right? So, the example they showed was, like, a Golden State Warriors shirt, right? And then they even broke it down where it's going to break down to, like, player. I mean, I'm
0: pretty sure it's not going to be like that for everything.
1: But they are getting to the item specifics. And,
0: and you can click multiple things without it, like, refreshing. You have to re-go correct. back. Yeah. So,
1: if you haven't, I mean, you should have already been doing this. But if you haven't understand item specifics is going to be a big deal right because it's not like something that they tried out and they're like uh what kind of follow-up no they're making it intentional because they want the seller experience not the seller the buyer experience to be better so they can get to the item they want right away and on the seller experience they can, sellers will be better about their listings because they'll be very clear on like hey this is the size this is the color this is the item you know this is the brand this is the style like you're gonna need all those in the item specifics. Yeah.
0: And and to be honest, I'm a little lazy. Um I I'm, I'm more for trying to go fast. When we had our our meeting with um with the seller experience VP, he was explaining that, you know, I kind of said, like, I want more on mobile, right? Like it's I don't want to have to go onto the desktop to put mm-hmm. in all this stuff. I want it to be easier on mobile. But then he also was giving us a personal example when, when he was selling some shoes with his son and um he put in all of those item specifics and his son was like, this is taking too long. But in all of the competition, his listing was number one, mm-hmm. right? Because he used more of the item descriptions. And if you can do that without even doing promoted listings, if you can guarantee you're in the top few searches.
1: What, what they were, were they were Yeezys. Yeah. Adidas Yeezys. And and his son didn't put Adidas in the title. Mm-hmm. And it still came up. It still came up. In the item specifics, that was marked. It was yep. there.
0: Yep. So to be, to be number one and not even have that in, in the title. Yeah, that's big. So yeah, does it take you a little bit more time? Yeah, it probably does. And and would I use it for every knickknack and, you know, dingle hopper? Probably not. But, <laughs> but.
1: Maybe a choice of words. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead.
0: But, you know, when it comes to high item, high ticket items, it's probably worth spending that extra minute putting in all of those specifics. And they did show that they are, they're organizing them to a more efficient method. So it's not mm-hmm. just like a whole list of them. Some really important ones are at the bottom and some important. Ones that are in the middle, but like all of the important ones for that category are going to be right at the top. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to search through all of them. And then they'll give you like the main things people choose as like hyperlinks that you can click. So it does seem like they're trying to make it quicker, more efficient um, so that you're not spending all of your time doing that. So that's good. Yeah. I like that.
1: Just got to make sure to put those out on specifics. Yeah.
0: You want to make those sales. Like huge difference. They said percentage wise. It, it's huge. So yeah, I forget what the conversion rate. It was like 80%. It was, it was, it was really it was pretty high. high. All right. Then
1: we had... See, I, see, he's looking at notes. It, I got it in the dome. So the next one was Terapeak. Mm. And and actually, you know, I, I feel like we were like privileged by Griff on the eBay podcast because he actually told us it was going to be integrated. Yeah. Now, before we move forward, understand we're talking about integration on the website. So the app, that was a whole nother conversation we had later on. So as of right now, there's no app. Yep. or Or it's not going to be integrated to the app yet. I think right now... They're trying to make sure on the website itself, all the functionality of Therapy is there. And then they're going to start working on the app. At least, that, is that the sense that Yeah, you got? that was
0: the sense I got to. I know. But the thing that I wish that like, and I, I get there's probably so much in the back end that I don't understand. But I just wish when you look com- like for completed sold listings mm-hmm. that you could just select 365 days and see more. Um, I agree. But, but it seems like there's um, that would probably bog down their system a little more. If eBay ran 5% slower for everybody because they were doing all of that, like, would that be worth it? Uh, maybe not. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there's things I don't understand of why they're not doing that. But um, they are they are making it easier to use. And they're even allowing item specifics in the, the search part of the Peak mm-hmm. on the Seller Hub mm-hmm. portion. So that's pretty good.
1: Well, it, and that's the thing. It's like, so actually, there's so much... They've added so much to Seller Hub and I, ho- and I hope so most of you have seen the new visual. Have you got a new visual interface for shipping? I think so. Yeah. Right. Where it's all on one screen yep. and you can put the way, like it's not before we had to like do a drop down menu, yep. like it's all there. So Seller Hub is going to be the same way. They are putting Terapic right on Seller Hub, like it'll be right there. And then the other thing that they're putting the Seller Experience page, was that part of the Seller
0: Hub or is that a different place?
1: You okay, know what I'm talking about? Were
0: you talking about like almost like the social part? Like with the no, the one where example? like if
1: you had it's all the post-transaction issues. So let's oh, say you okay. get somebody who's trying to scam you, let's say you yeah. got negative feedback or yeah, a bad return. That's huge.
0: So that's going to be going onto the seller hub. Um, I I think I can't remember, I think next week is when they're rolling that out. Um it's it's super amazing. So I've only had to call eBay a handful of times, but you know how it is. We live in an age where like it's so much easier when you can click a button, right? And they're making it. Where any, not any, but like the four major things like removing negative feedback or, you know, other customer issues, things that are on there that you can just click a button, click what happened and they take care of it. Right. Like mm-hmm. You don't have to worry. And I'm sure, I'm sure you could still talk to people, I'm sure. But if it's easy enough to do all of that stuff there. Hey,
1: I love it. I, I got to tell you, I am not. I mean, I will call if you want to get it done. But if you could just spend the 30 seconds and go like, hey, this individual, you know, this is this negative feedback was uncalled for, and you're able to appeal, mm-hmm. which it seems like all the tools are there, all right And so you could appeal negative feedback. You could report a bad return return. You could appeal a partial refund. Now, one thing they did share, I feel like we're all over the place right now. But part of the advantage that you need to play in your part as an eBay seller is top rated seller gives you more protections
0: it wasn't i don't even think just top rated seller i don't think they gave like that specific but i think it was if you have if you're in good standing right like if you've got Mm -hmm. years of experience you've you're listing items you have good rates and customers are trying to abuse you i mean they were really big on seller protection and i mean you should have heard like you know the auditorium and they're like we're doing this for seller protection people start cheering and because you know it is it's it's our business and when you you can sometimes be harassed by customers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're taken advantage of by customers and they're doing a lot to help prevent that. And, you know, if if you're, like they said, like I, I, on one conversation I had with one of the the, the eBay workers is, is they said, do we really think you're going to try and scam us for a $300 pair of shoes refund when you've been selling with us for years and have hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. in sales? Like, or now, is it this yeah. customer? You that know? was
1: super important. I mean, that means a lot. Yeah. I mean, but they did mention, in order for you to be protected for a couple of things, right? So, like, if you want to get fees back, right? If you mm-hmm. want to, if basically top rated seller, and again, they said, you know, you have to offer 30, 30 day returns, but not free, not free. Yeah, thirty that was day huge. returns,
0: but not free returns. Yeah. Yep.
1: So you're gonna go? Are you going to go to thirty day returns?
0: Yeah, I think it's worth it. at that point, like with the amount of seller protection that you get with the the thirty day returns. I think that was really big. Um, I didn't have a problem with that either. I I think it, and the reason I don't is because.
1: The whole reason and the sense I get I've gotten from Evie from the beginning is that they want you to do the returns because then that eliminates like the conflict. Like if the person doesn't like the item or there's an issue with the item, they can return it instead of like, oh, I can't do anything else. The only power that that buyer has is to give you a negative feedback. Mm
0: -hmm. But now they can return it. They have different options to make things better. Speaking of negative feedback. This one was a conversation I had with a eBay employee at breakfast this morning. Oh, okay. just sitting at our table. Was that, that after I showed up? Um, no, it was before you showed up. Okay, okay. So it was really neat. So we're just sitting at a table, and and the lanyards you could tell by the color of lanyards if it's an eBay employee, right? I didn't know that. There's yeah. special different yeah, colors. Yeah, all the yellow yellow lanyards oh, mean they work for okay. eBay. And so I see, and he's talking to somebody, and so I just asked, like, so what do you do for your eBay? And you know, we were talking a little bit, and one of the things he said that really intrigued me was negative feedback isn't that important like yeah i uh, know i caught that yeah. i was there when he said that and so i'm like okay like tell me more about that and so he explained like they've minimized like that they don't want see, to see but I, I
1: struggle with that mike like it's work to get i mean to be like you know once you hit that thousand mm-hmm. like 100 like positive feedback like that that took a work that took a lot of you know re- working with buyers to resolve the issue that took a lot of taking returns you didn't want that mm-hmm. took a lot of you know,
0: basically making sure that your customer is the number one priority. So, but even with all that, there's so I mean, I can just imagine like if it really was like the end all be all. If 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 you've worked that hard, and all of a sudden you get one crazy weird situation, and you've got a negative or neutral feedback, mm-hmm. and now all of your hard work is put down, and now somebody who has got a hundred percent, but they haven't put in as much work as you, now is way higher up in this you know algorithm. And and basically they said like look they're not doing that the algorithm will trigger if there's like a pattern of like all of a sudden you've got ten negatives and you haven't ever had any and there's like on a certain item you're selling they might look into it I I
1: guess I guess I'm a little little jealous here just because I sell a lot of stuff for more money because I have a strong a strong positive feedback like you know people are more willing to you know I I, I think I'm at like at I don't know seventeen hundred or something hundred percent positive feedback mm-hmm. so people would be willing to pay more for me because they trust me. Then there's this new person that, you know, maybe has like a hundred, mm-hmm. right? And and no offense, I'm just saying like eventually when you get to a certain place, like you're able to sell things that others can't. And so now if you're going to say, hey, the feedback is being buried and it's not as important,
0: I don't know. I just struggle with that one. That's yeah. all I'm saying. No, I, I, can, I can definitely see that. I see where you're coming from, especially when you've worked that hard. I do think the nice thing is because it's the same concept that sellers are frustrated with is that buyers can almost hold that over your head. Like, no, no, I, I agree. will give you, I agree. so if, yeah. if, if they're holding it over your head and it's not like they can basically just drag you around and say, you're gonna do what I want because, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, well, I, I wanna keep my 100% feedback, but even if you give me this, I've got all these seller protections, eBay will take care of me, but even if for whatever reason, it doesn't get taken care of, it's not the end of my career, right? Like you didn't destroy me and tank me because you were bitter because of some bizarre thing. No,
1: I know, I know, I agree, I agree. and. Ultimately, you know, it seems it's kind of interesting. Did you hear something? So we'll, we'll jump to this later on. But in our closed door meeting, they had said that they had something, they did something with some algorithm and they did a deep dive or a search of the language that buyers are using. Do you remember that when they had mentioned that? So like they're able to track like what, it, like, for instance, okay, I'll go with it. Like we, our biggest thing lately that we've been talking to eBay execs is like, why can't, if somebody sends the best offer and says free shipping, why can't there be a little like box or something mm-hmm. that we can, you know, counter and say, sure, we'll do free shipping and, and, and do that instead of having to reduce the price or have to go into the website. And they said that they you, that based on the algorithm research that, they researched all the best offers and the counter offers, and they found that the number one thing that buyers are over and over again requesting when they you know are counter offering or you know they're sending a the best offer is that they want free shipping.
0: yeah, which is one thing that that my wife and I when we were talking to some people that we asked a lot and basically said, like this has to happen. That should just be a simple thing that you can do when you get an offer, right? Like mm-hmm. when somebody gets sent you an offer instead of you you like to do invoices, which you have to do through, mm-hmm through the desktop. I, I've never sent an invoice to me. It seems a little antiquated. I just dropped the price to reflect free shipping. I tell mm-hmm. them like, okay, look, like, you know, it, you pay the same as if shipping is gone, but it should just be a button that you can push, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they get it. And again, that was one of the things they said, they want to work on that and the invoice, right? Like they want to move invoice to, yeah, to it was actually,
1: this Actually, this wasn't part of that. This was like our lunch. Mm-hmm. Remember we had with the seller, seller hub and they're very much like, they want to make it happen. Yep. Because their thing is like, hey, if we can help you convert and make more sales, because my argument was since we buy, I mean, you and I both have a lot of items that have high margins, right? We buy them low. So we have a lot of room to work with. Mm -hmm. And so if we can get another negotiation piece when it comes to best offer, like we're all for it. And they're like, well, of course, we would want to make it happen for you because that means more sales for us. And that helps our bottom line, too.
0: So it was encouraging. Two things on the, the offers. Especially with not best offer, but send offer. Uh, two things we got clarification on. One of them is remember when I mentioned that I get a lot of messages mm-hmm. when people like don't necessarily accept my offer, but they'll message me and say yeah. like they can't counter offer.
1: Yeah, which I thought they could. Yeah, you I they could have swore that I got sent counter offers, but maybe I was completely yeah, so wrong. If you, if
0: you send offer, um, they uh, that's why you'll sometimes get messages. The buyer on that end cannot counter offer they can send you a message and then you would send them an offer and that's one of the things they realize like that's one extra step for us mm-hmm. so they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna work on fixing so now we have clarification on that uh, the other one was kind of just how it worked with um best offer or not best offer the the send offer why sometimes you can send it to some people and not others like they you can, have
1: 15 watchers and then when you go to send the offer it's like one interested buyer yep you're like wait i thought there was 15 people mm-hmm. watching it now I think it's a communication piece. I I could have swore when they first announced that they were going to do send offer. I think it was a year ago. Mm. It did say that it was going to be, they called it offers to watchers. Right. So all of us are thinking, Hey, as long as we got watchers, we can send the offer to all the watchers. They were clear with us that there's certain, and we've talked about this, but there's certain parameters. One of them is you can't send an offer to the same person twice. Right. Right. Another one was, uh, you will always like they just have different the algorithm kind of changes
0: yeah so they they have to be watching it for a certain amount of time for, uh, That was the if, other thing. if they've received a bunch of offers on other things the idea is they don't want a, a buyer to be spammed as it were with just offers right so if they're watching 30 things and all 30 sellers send them offers ebay kind of says like this, that's too much like maybe one buyer and they didn't give us the numbers but like mm. a buyer can only get five offers in a week or, you know whatever it is they don't want them to be overloaded Uh, Kind of the workaround they said on that was when you when you adjust your price, obviously all of your watchers are going to get a notification. Mm -hmm. So
1: but overall, you know, the the idea that I don't know, I
0: I just walked away encouraged because I'm like,
1: okay, they're thinking about this. This is something that's important and best offer will only get better. I think we pushed a lot about mobile. Like we Mm want to be able to do things on mobile. Yep. Okay, let's go. (laughs) We're back in general session. So what's other so. We we talked about Terra Peak.
0: Yep. Uh, um, how about this one? So this is one that they mentioned, and they don't have a date on it. They said they didn't even have a name for it yet. But I actually got to talk to uh, the VP of uh, Customer Experience, uh, Mohan. And Michael's making the rounds. He, he had a one-on-one all on his own. Yeah, it was really neat just getting to talk to him and kind of see his passion for this. And one of the things, and this is the area where I'd say, like, okay, maybe eBay is, and and I. Uh, It's not innovative in the sense that there's other social media platforms that do things similar, but it's innovative in the sense that I think they're going to do something different, Mm -hmm. combine two things. So they have this idea of a seller buyer kind of right now they're doing it where they're curating the content, but where you can go on and let's say you're really interested in, um, rocket, like, like model rocket ships. Right. And so you can kind of like a, that concept, that social whatever, and then they give you, um, blogs and articles and news releases on that. So it might be comic books, coins, whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. And so when you click on one of those things inside of eBay, it sends you to the, it gives you the external link. You can read the articles, you can watch the videos. And then when you click off of that, now based off of the things that were in that article, based off of the things that were in that, that YouTube video, it automatically gives you suggested items to buy, right? Now, why I think this is good. <laughs> it's intense. It's intense and and i think they have a lot of work to do in order to get it where like people are doing this but mohan said something that i thought was really interesting he said we want buyers on ebay more often and not just when they're like looking up something to buy so if it's like a okay, daily thing so drive you,
1: more traffic to the site yeah so okay. if you're
0: on ebay every day just because like hey i'm into you know model airplanes and so i like to read my articles on model airplanes and oh this new one came out and like that's kind of almost like the social media place where you're getting all of the unique, and it immediately is linking you to like, hey, here are sellers. And then he said the end goal would be seller-created content, so that you, if you are, oh, wow. if you've got that niche, if you're, if you're yeah. a model I airplane, I guess you really
1: want to have to do it. Like, I don't want to create content.
0: No, but if you, but if your entire store is nothing but, and I'll just use that example, model airplanes, right? Mm-hmm. And you're creating content, you're creating some videos and some articles and people start to follow you, it's almost like they, they're they they're more connected to your store, right? Like, I don't know, it just seems like if they can do it right, if you can create your own content, and it wouldn't be for everybody, but if it gets buyers on eBay more often and not just when they're buying, that's good for us.
1: It's interesting. I, I wonder if they're gonna integrate it with social media.
0: Well, they like for w- on Twitter, we create content
1: and I'd rather, I would say it just it ends up being another platform so if they could create it where it's like it integrates which i think they mentioned i don't know how much they mentioned that maybe i'm making up mm-hmm. i don't know i thought i heard it i think it worked but i listen whatever drives traffic maybe you're not one of the people that creates the content but indirectly it mm-hmm. allows more people to see your stuff
0: it's a good thing yeah and i think that's where like the niche aspect of ebay would come in like yeah, if you're into very specific thing, and so you're following five content creators on on eBay, and you're always getting connected to their things, I don't know. I think I think that'd be good. It wouldn't be for everybody, um, but you know, again, if there's more buyers on eBay, even if they're not buying the things you're buying, eventually they're gonna want to buy something. Mm-hmm. And again, just as more people in in the United States and around the world globally are using eBay and mm-hmm. are talking about eBay, the more sales we're gonna make. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode.
1: I agree. It's, it's one of the reasons we tell people like, hey, the more people are selling eBay, the more that buyers will go to that platform because they believe that is where they need to buy their stuff. Yep. All right. Let's talk about MUA. Yeah. Do
0: you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Okay. So which is might be the end of some, uh, some of the platforms. Know, well, like. okay. So here's the thing so last year what is MUA? let us know
1: multi-access tool multi-user access there you go multi-user access okay so here's the deal they announced this last year right and it was a big deal and i was super excited about it and i was like sweet i don't have to do ink frog right because i can use ink frog to give limited permissions to my helper to you know take pictures upload the pictures do the listing well now with this it's going to be all in ebay and it's gonna be free so you know, I forget exactly what the total amount is I pay for, you know, brands like InkFrog, but it's going to be, you know, about $400 savings. So that'll be nice. Yeah. And it's within eBay. So because there's some things on InkFrog that doesn't carry over. Yeah. So whenever I post things from Ink Frog, one of the things it doesn't um, speak with my business policies. So I have to go back to my business policies after I set up listings and I have to make sure they have the right shipping policy this to me, it's huge. I, here's the thing. I'd rather have waited a little bit and make sure they did it right. than they threw it out there and there've been like all kinds of craziness. Yeah. No, no, you know for what i sure. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's a game changer. I think it's going to save you money. I think the other things we had mentioned. So we went to a luncheon mm-hmm. and one of the things, and I feel so bad. So if anybody from ink frogs listening, reach out to us if you have other awesome stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, uh, they ink frog has this thing called the watchdog Do you know what i'm talking about um i don't okay so the watchdog is something that alerts you when an item is going stale okay so if an item is like 30 days or whatever like a lot of people believe like craigslist hunter he's it's been very successful for him now that good to cancel is on all the items he's very big on like ending and items hit, yeah. early right and relisting them right so Inkfrog has this option that you can set these alerts. So we had spoken to Seller Hub and we were very clear, like it'd be awesome if we could like filter out and say, hey, I like to be alerted when there's a 30 day, a 60 day or a 90 day, and that it's in red so we don't miss it. Right. So to me, I'm thinking about, OK, overall, eBay, if everything could be in eBay, right? It's kind of like managed payments. Like right now we haven't jumped to managed payments for us because you can't do global shipping, which they're hoping to do that too. Yep. But if it all
0: could be contained within eBay, I think it's just going to just make it a lot better. Yeah. Oh, and that'd be amazing. Um, speaking of managed payments, uh, they're looking... It, it looks like they're moving towards within the year it being for everybody. Like yeah. The board. So if you
1: don't know what managed payments are... Okay. So back in the day, it was only PayPal and eBay. Right. And then managed payments came around, which we talked about this actually last night through another company that everything was going to be self-contained within eBay. But... A lot of people opted out. Initially, they opted out because people couldn't do PayPal on managed payments. Mm-hmm. Well, now you could accept PayPal. The last piece for Mike and I is there's no global shipping that can be done through it.
0: So no. once that gets done, we're in. Yeah, no, that's it's it, it's going to be cool. And one other thing that would be connected to the managed payment that they mentioned um, behind which, closed doors. Yeah, that I thought was you got to you got to stop saying it. Like no, that, no, man. because
1: I just it, it's one of those things like. I've, we finally got to hear what we wanted to hear.
0: Yeah. So hopefully it happens. Yeah. But go ahead. What are you going to share? So um, was this idea of, again, keeping people inside of the eBay platform. Um, and again, this is one of those things where it's like, there's no date on it. This is just ideas they're thinking about. But it shows they're moving in the right direction. But is, let's say somebody buys something for $100. Well, if if you're willing to accept eBay money, or like a currency, like almost like their own cryptocurrency type system. Whoa, you just say cryptocurrency? Well, you know what I mean, like it's, it's, it's a currency, it's a token system where it you would have the money that instead of them giving you $100, it'd be $110, but you can only spend that $110 on eBay, right? So in, you could take $100 cash or $110 that can sp- be spent on anything on eBay. Well, now that's good for us in some ways, like you might not accept everything like that because we don't buy everything on eBay, we want a paycheck. But if the average person is like, yeah, I could sell this thing on eBay. Oh, you know what? Instead of taking cash, I can get a little bit more if I buy something else on eBay. Now, these other people. I totally
1: missed that conversation. Did you? I did. I don't know what I, was, I mean. I might have been charging my phone. I might have been talking to somebody in the back. I you totally missed the conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're awake. We're live. <laughs> okay. Because what I was going to share was. They they were pretty clear that like once we go manage payments, like if somebody, you know, if you accept an offer or somebody sends a best offer, immediate payment will happen.
0: Well, that's what they want. That would be integrated with. I don't think it's like immediate rollout with managed payment, but that's but what they they're, want.
1: they're very clear that like they, they want. No, what they said was they wanted to do it with PayPal. But once they found out that they're going to go with the new system, they stopped mm. working on it. And so now that once everybody's in their managed payments,
0: it's going to be a thing. So, and we kind of heard some of the philosophy behind the delayed payment. That too. was kind of, okay, you got to share because this one was like, I don't know if I felt comforted, but
1: at least I know why things are the way they are.
0: Yeah. So delayed payment, right? Like you, you get a best offer or, you know, an auction and sometimes we're a layaway for somebody, right? Like they don't pay you for a while. For a long is really, time. Unpaid really item, annoying, item case opens. Or they never pay you. Um, but the reason, and I remember this back when I was really young and you know, my mom and dad were buying stuff on eBay is you'd buy something on eBay and you'd write a check out and you'd send the check to them. And once they cashed the check, then they'd mail the item. So like it took, it was a long process to mm-hmm. get stuff. Right. So there's always been, they didn't eBay never managed payments. Right. Like it was kind of like, we're just selling, like you guys have to figure out the payment thing. Right. Like, if you if the buyer if the seller says they got it and they give you the thumbs up and the buyer says they got the item then we're all happy right so they didn't do they didn't manage payments at all so th- it's kind of a carryover from the past right there's this legacy of you know well because well,
1: checks would take a while to clear and so
0: there wasn't no there wasn't a need for expediency yeah. about payments yeah, you could you could buy a bunch of stuff on auction and pay for it later and and so that so because of was that like, that's why we're at the place we're at
1: I mean I think like that was that was wild to me I just like mind blown like. Wow, I mean, that's what is it? 2019? I mean, I you almost time. get
0: the idea of like people who are just not willing to change. But right? they, they like, were, were willing to admit. Done this. They were willing
1: to admit, though. Like, what was awesome about uh, the VP, uh, Harry Kempen, Did I say his name? Temkin. Temkin. Yeah. Okay, so he's a uh, you know VP of Seller Experience, and he admitted like you know you and I you always talk about like some pages are like 1994, mm-hmm. and he goes, yeah. He goes, we know they're there, but we're trying to focus on efforts to make things better. And when the time comes that we have the ability, you know, because we're not consuming all our time trying to be innovative. Yep. Like, we'll work on that. And, you know, that was good. I'm okay. So now that I see an old school page, it's going to be a reminder of, like, okay, they're working on other stuff.
0: I, get, I mean, I got to look at it in a positive light. Always, right? Always. Another cool thing, seller protection. So two two things, right? One of them is that if there's an item in dispute or like, you know, instead of just them taking it down if somebody goes against you and maybe says a copyright claim or something like that, instead of just the listing being taken down, Mm the item, the listing gets hidden until it's resolved and then it can come back so you don't have to relist the item. Oh, so
1: it doesn't like completely disappear and all your pictures
0: are gone and yeah, everything? Yeah, they just like take it oh, off that's great. and it's on like a like a hidden thing where you can see it, eBay can see it, you guys can d- do that's the That's the worst part about Vero takedowns. Yeah. Like and, lo- and losing the pictures. Yeah, and then it's like, now I got to rego do all this stuff again so they're going to hide it so that that's one good thing seller protection wise. Another thing is there's actually like a disciplinary process. They're going to start working <laughs> for customers. Process. Yeah. So like well, that is true. Okay, so I remember so, that. So there was like a list of like three or four steps. Um, and, and it's kind of like they're going to warn certain customers. They're going to look, they're going to identify the customers who are clearly abusing sellers or scamming or doing things. And then from there, it'll go to temporary blocks. And after that, like complete like banning, they're, they're off. And so to see that there's like a progression of like, we are finding ways that like if, sellers are reporting customers doing things mm-hmm. if we're seeing them patterns of th- messages they're sending then we'll warn them and if it doesn't change they're off and the nice thing is if you get a negative feedback from a customer and you you know call ebay or push that little button mm-hmm. and it's like well this customer already has all this 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 and this it's not even a question they're just taking it off you know mm-hmm. so now there's like a tracking process for customers who are abusing the system so that's good to hear as a seller. I was good with
1: it. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you can only control so much. Yeah. Right. I mean, you get scammed like there's only so much you can do. Right. But at least there's ways to kind of patch things up after the fact. Yeah. And I'm excited about that seller experience page being able to resolve things. We talked about before. It's going to, to me, It's it's a big deal because it's going to save you time. All right. What else we got on our long, long list of things from today?
0: We're actually, we're getting close to the end. You know, I think, Are you to no. know. Well, I think over the next, I don't even think we're, we've
1: even scratched the surface.
0: Well, I mean, I think we'll go into more depth on all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, I get it. Um, so one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting was, and we know this from last year, I think they did the same thing, but a concierge service, right? So one of the benefits of coming to eBay open, um, if you didn't come and you know you're thinking about it next year if you come they just give it to you i know but okay
1: but okay this one i think it just should be standard
0: come on i mean okay that's coming from the same person who said (laughs) that you feel like you should deserve a benefit because you've got worked so hard to have a hundred percent a thousand yes so right now concierge service goes to those top rated sellers Right. Like if you're a certain mm-hmm. level, it's like you get this, you've earned it. Yeah. Right. So that's big. And and everybody has the ability of working up to that and getting that special service. Right. Okay. Of like,
1: you know, no, I agree. Top if you get top rated. teller, in the end, top rated seller helps everybody out. Yep. Right. It gives you that badge. It gives you higher ranking in the search and it provides, you know, you get discount on your final invoice. And and now
0: there's one more thing. So I hear you now. I, I just think it's cool as a perk for, for coming to eBay open, too. No, I agree. I agree. I mean,
1: no, I, you know, I will tell you, I didn't think we we're going to get it. No? No, because... It was on their website, I think. No, I didn't see it because I was talking to other resellers and they're like, we don't know. Huh. Like, last year was pretty obvious. So, when they announced it, I'm like, sweet. So, nice. what is
0: concierge service? Because we probably have a lot of people out there that don't know what that is. Okay, so you know, everybody knows what, it, what it's like when you're calling customer service. And sometimes you get connected to people who you're not hundred percent sure if like they really work for eBay, if they're, you know, they from, really work for eBay. Like, well, and I know this because I worked for call centers and we had different call centers that we were connected to and they would receive calls from different companies, right? Like they weren't just oh, one really? company. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That, so is that a thing? Yeah. So like we had, we had a company um, when I worked for direct TV that took calls from the, so was a company in the Philippines, but they also took calls for other companies. Right. So they had like a list of things that they can handle and and certain people might take, different but the nice thing with the concierge service is you're going to talk to somebody you know whatever country into you're in the united states you're going to talk to another person in the united states you get a little bit direct access right so instead of calling in leaving a a, a, something that happened you got a negative review or whatever it is waiting a day for someone to call you back and then okay well let me talk to your manager it's like you're immediately connected to the person who you have to work really hard to get to right Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. hey you know we, we recognize, and it makes sense if you think about it, anybody who's willing to pay to come to eBay Open as a seller, right, they take their business serious. They're trying yep. to do well. Nobody here is, is I would not imagine, like some scammer who's trying to, you know what no, I mean? not especially if they're coming to eBay Open. Exactly, so so it makes sense to say, you know, like we want to say, like these clearly are sellers who this is a good perk to give them. Um And, you know, there's been a couple of times we've had to call eBay and it's exciting to know that I'll be able to call and you know have a good conversation with somebody who's can make decisions right there on the spot. Yeah, right? I, so, agree. I agree. So I think that's a good thing. Um, but if you didn't get it right, if you didn't come to eBay Open, it's a reason to come potentially next year. But also, it's another reason to be moving towards you know top rated seller or whatever mm-hmm. it is you have to do to get that concierge service.
1: Hundred percent agree. I, I think it's again to me. I've always said this: if a platform is asking you to do certain things to be kind of like a next level seller like you want to do those things because that's where the perks are going to come in right so you know i people sometimes say well i don't want to do returns and i don't want to do this and i get it if that's why you want to run your business run your business but understand like you may be sacrificing certain things that in the future you know might
0: be available to you yep. right so that was a
1: nice surprise today yeah no that I was, was good really with
0: that. good and another crazy thing that she mentioned at the around the same time she was talking about that um, going back to that idea of seller protection, with that customer discipline process, right, is the algorithm that they're running. If there are customers who are already being identified as that, um, before they can even leave a negative feedback to you, it's being taken down. You don't even often see it. Mm-hmm. So, and she said, in case you guys in this room, she said, if you don't think that you like this has affected you. She said, between all the sellers in this room, I can't remember what the number was, something crazy like. Over 6,000 negative reviews mm-hmm. have been taken down that you've not, not even seen. Yeah. Right. Like they've stopped it from hitting you before it even hit you. Right. Which, yeah. which is kind of nice because you don't have to worry about that. Uh, Cause sometimes when you get a negative review, it's just like kind of hurts. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it, oh. to
1: be, it's still, it it's rough. So, I will tell you, I, there's not, even though you've had a lot of them removed, you still, you're,
0: you know, it's just, almost better to not know. Like I, I almost kind of like the idea no, that it's, I, like, ignorance is bliss in this that case. it's kind of like, have have I had some negative reviews that, and she said neutral too. Have I had some negative or neutral reviews that a customer tried to give me and eBay took down? Maybe, but I'm not like, I don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? It's not like, mm-hmm. wow, they took down three. I wonder which items it was. Like, did I do something wrong? Like, I'm not losing any sleep because I don't even know.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear but you.
0: That's kind of cool.
1: Okay. Do we cover all the seller experience?
0: Uh, I mean, do we cover all of it? Probably not. But no, I know. hundred percent. I don't think, oh, by the way, we
1: haven't done this yet. If you're listening to the podcast and you haven't had a chance to watch us over on YouTube, you can see our our, our setup for this uh, podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Hit that notification button. Uh, If you are not following us on Instagram, and we've met a lot of people that aren't following us on Instagram. Yeah. Right. And we've met a lot of people through Instagram. Yeah. Right. And so make sure to follow us on Pure Hustle Podcast. That's who we are on Instagram. We're Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter. We're Pure Hustle Podcast on Facebook. If you ever want to give us a call, 619-738-1170, shoot us an email, purehustlepodcast at gmail.com. If you ever want to say thank you in a monetary way, we do have a PayPal link below. And so we appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, that's kind of like our breakdown of ways to get a hold of us. Now, I will say day two was even better networking. Mm-hmm. Like so, this is why I say Instagram. So Mike took it upon himself to comment on anybody that did like an eBay open, right? Mm-hmm. The hashtag, right? eBay Open2019. And through you doing that, like we got to meet
0: a lot of awesome people. Yeah. Yeah, we met one guy who, and you got him on the Instagram story. Yeah. Um, we met one guy the who, toy hunter. who does, yeah, he's he's the 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 was it the real toy hunter. And and you the real look. toy hunter, that's real... what it was. Surge. And, and man, like I looked at his Instagram page, this guy is legit. He was like one of the OG original eBay sellers. Yeah. Like he, this, he, has like he travels around, around and, oh, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: So again, it's, it's one of those things like to, I think to level up your resale game, like networking and being part of social media, like is a big deal. And it's been a huge help for us. So again, we got to run into all kinds of different sellers. I ran into a seller today. We had been selling since yahoo auctions wow okay so we're talking about like before ebay existed oh. and we were able to shoot the breeze they had talked about like all that they've been through they had said something about like ebay had an event it was like thirty thousand people you know it was good to hear the history but they also we had talked to shop mm-hmm. about fba and how that was different and we talked about ebay how it's different but it was just it was so good to learn from others and so Again, we're very big. Like if you're listening to podcasts, awesome. If you're not on Instagram or Facebook or one of those platforms, maybe it's good just to set up an account, just to follow us. You
0: don't have to comment, you don't have to say anything. It's just good for you to gain that knowledge. Yeah. No, it's it's super sweet. In fact, you were on a panel today. I'm gonna be on one tomorrow about kind of the 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 how that works, how the influence of, of being mm-hmm. on social media, how it impacts your business, why we do it. So how was that for you? What was that like? I mean, you were up there with some pretty awesome people. You're, yeah, You're up there with Hustle and with a uh, hustle at home mom. Yeah. So again, it's cause of you guys. I
1: mean, the fact that we're on these seller panels is cause of all your support and just, your, you know, you've been awesome to us. And so being up, there was a little humbling, you know what I mean? Cause hustle at home mom, she has a huge following. Ken, the Hustle has a huge following, but it was great because in that room, like everybody, you know, they want to know, okay, why? Why do we do what we do? Like, why do we do the podcast, right? And so it allowed me to share, you know, hey, we want to help you level up your standard of living, right? We also love being part of the reselling community because it's a very helpful community. And actually, the VP of seller experience was very big. He goes, man, I've I've been on Wall Street. I've worked in trades, and 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 I've never met a community that is so willing to be helpful and be able to pick each other up.
0: Yeah, and that was great. I mean, he he said that directly like it's a doggy dog world on on Wall Street. And everybody holds every everything back as a secret. He says and then I'm around you guys and everybody's opening up and sharing, you know, of course not like here's my contact, but yeah. but everybody's sharing like their story and how they do things and everybody's wanting to help everybody else because, you know, in, in some ways we can be competition, but in a lot of ways it's like in very in very few other categories are you so connected with people like you you share Mm -hmm. something huge in common like reselling is a a lifestyle right like it is it is not just your job but it's it's your your passion it it consumes so much of your time and and yeah so just being able to talk to other people about that is is pretty awesome it was it was
1: and i know you know some people are like oh you guys are so like and and i hope we've been real today i mean i think we've been real about everything we've chatted about but i get the sense like today we we got to be part of like a group of other, and it's weird that, okay, we were part of the social media influencers, mm-hmm. right? I guess a roundtable, right? And we got to meet certain people. And they they listened like they they took note. they wanted to hear. It. And so I keep saying this, like the reason why I'm such a big fan of eBay is, is there, there's a lot of, you know, like logistical and there's a lot of, you know, you don't get as many returns as other platforms and they don't compete against you, but very seller centric. Like I, I got the sense and and it to me, it seems like it's very seller centric for a population they don't need to be. And what I mean is like 90, I don't know what percent of eBay is all like new items and and huge, you know, accounts. But if you look at the people that were in the room, like
0: they weren't that crowd, yeah, they were like me and you. It's us, yeah, yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's people who are, 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 I mean, everybody's got their own niche that they're into, but, but you know, we're we might be making it big, but we're still small fish. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we're we're not huge companies that are you know selling millions of units every single month, but, but yeah, eBay still cares. That's cool.
1: So what what that uh, that told me is like, hey, if you're looking for a platform that will guide you and help you, and again, we are not sponsored by eBay. <laughs> We are not okay. Yes. You know, other certain things that eBay has provided for us. Sure. Right. We'll throw it out there. But ultimately you guys have known us since day one. Right. And we've called things out. I mean, on multiple occasions, but I will tell you like eBay is very good at wanting new sellers to come in. They love hearing the garage sale stories. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, Doug from seller engagement, right? Doug at eBay, Snoop, Dougie, Doug, or whatever you call it. (laughs) Right. He keeps saying, Hey, we love like watching your guys' garage sales. We love watching when you guys not, they don't like watching us fail, but they like it when we keep it real. Right. Right. So to me, it's like, okay, eBay's taking notice. And so what a platform that is not cold and callous and they're actually willing to, you know, help you and guide you along. So. yeah
0: and i think it's, it's just your model like if, if if that's the model you want i think and clearly ebay can be the other model too right if they're 90 of their sales are, are huge type you know moving products um but you know i mean if if you if that's not what you want if you want to be more hands-off and do private label ebay probably not the market for you mm-hmm. i mean it could be i mean it, it it still might work but i don't know that's just that's not me um i i don't ever see myself going private label I mean maybe if it's like you know I just want to roll in some dough and take some big risks. I don't know if there's rolling dough. But I like private I like label the is risky, hunt, but there's money.
1: We yeah. know I mean I know some sellers that may, do very well. So any other takeaways from
0: today? Um you know I th- I think there's so much over the next couple of weeks we'll probably remember little tidbits here and there but um you know it was just really cool to to kind of have all of like the big here's the things we're hoping on hoping to do over the next, you know, year, the next week, some things that are like live immediately. Um, and you know, I've, I've always been a little bit like, oh, I feel like eBay is just behind the game on, on their mobile and behind the game on, on some of their platform stuff. Um, and they're not ignorant to that, right? Like they recognize that they're, they take the ownership of that and you know, they're moving in the right direction in a lot of the areas that count. So as a seller, that gives me confidence, right? Like, I don't have to say like, I better jump ship quick because you know, in the mm-hmm. next five years they're going to fail. I can they're like, the thing. Hey, they're moving in the right direction. You know what? Let me share a story
1: today. So at the social media panel, and she's one of our listeners, she had shared with me like she does Shopify, which kind of like I was like, wow, you're that eBay thing. You do Shopify. But and she had discussed with me like Shopify is tough, right? Like you like had a couple products that just like were no go. Right. And the thing is, you know, you, you have a platform like Shopify, like to get them. Who do we talk to? We talked to somebody. That's who it was. We talked to, uh, I think it was the real toy hunter. We we had a discussion right about this where like you could do Shopify, you could go do your website. Like you can do your own thing, mm-hmm. but the level of marketing that it takes yeah. and driving traffic, like th- this is why we're saying like, Hey, listen, Maybe later, maybe you start off at a certain platform maybe later you branch out but gotta tell you right now like looking at the numbers today at the general session that eBay was sharing about I don't know how many buyers there are and how much money's being made and and so on like ultimately you have access to a wider world that you can make sales to yep. right Global shipping to me is the one that sets eBay apart from any other platforms. Yep. Right. Because it's so easy. So with all that being said, like, hey, there's a place to start. We go back to episode two of our podcast. It's like this is where we think you should start.
0: Yep. And if it sounds like we've been a little too eBay heavy um, this episode and last episode. Hey, it's the eBay open episode. So I know. there so, you go. There, so that's this where is day at. two. Um, I'm excited for day three. I think there's going to be some awesome stuff there, too. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine any more big announcement drops like we had today, but but I think the workshops will be good. You know, just getting, getting that, that individual, like, you know, here's how to, to do this and, and how to, you know, get more seller engagement and all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, and if you're here and you haven't said hi to us yet, please come up and say hi. Like we love talking to listeners. It's amazing.
1: We've had people from all over the world, like come say hi. So it's been pretty awesome.
0: All right. With all that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant and
1: be reselling. Peace. Peace.